0: Hello, hello, everybody. It's podcast number two. Hi, Paul. Hello. Now, some rules for today. What, for me? Well, for both of us, we need to not talk over each other.
1: Right, okay. But we'll be very careful with okay, that. I won't.
0: There you go, you just did it then. I know, I did that on purpose. Yeah, well, don't do it on purpose, because <laughs> the listeners will turn off, <sighs> oh, dear. won't they? So... What we are going to talk about today? I mean, you know, we really, really gnawed the ear off. What do you say? Gnawed the ear off a donkey? No. I don't know. I don't know. What do you know say? What you... What's that expression when you talk? Talk the hind leg off, off a, donkey. a donkey. That's yes. the expression, isn't it? Yeah. Not gnaw the ear off. No. Uh, no. But we can. We can talk the hind leg off a donkey if we really try. But we don't really, I mean, we don't chat when we're at home, do we, that much.
1: No, not really. We just
0: talk about specific things. Things. Yes. We don't tend to chat needlessly for hours on end. Have you
1: seen such and such? And then we'll chat about
0: that. Yeah, we will. So, you know. And then we'll go quiet again. Yeah, but I think quiet is good. What do you think? Do you like quiet times? I enjoy silence. Oh, that's a firework going off. That's a
1: firework, not silence.
0: No silence this week. I mean, it's firework week, it's bonfire night week, and even though bonfire night is gone, people are still letting fireworks off. It's relentless, isn't it? We've
1: had it since Diwali, really, didn't we? Well, before then. And we had had some at Halloween, I noticed, this year. There were quite a few fireworks going off. Mm. And then bonfire
0: night and it still continues well there's no chance of silence at the moment but i mean you know i don't mind the sounds of life going on around me i don't mind that it's the annoying noises oh i had an really... annoying
1: noise today i was at my desk and there was a baby outside just screaming utterly utterly screaming and the dad was just going don't scream joshua don't scream joshua Just so annoying. And I was on the phone trying to do work. Frustrating.
0: Well, you could have closed the windows.
1: Well, I I did close the front window, but then I had to close the back window as
0: well. Well, you know, it was a cold day.
1: Well, yeah, but it's still good to have fresh air in.
0: Maybe the child was crying for a reason. Maybe the father didn't want to scream, shut up, at it. Well,
1: the father gave Joshua a lollipop and then Joshua was quiet so i think joshua wanted a pop.
0: what was that voice you just put on well
1: that's what the the it was sort of about three and he
0: was sort of so it wasn't a baby it was a toddler it was a toddler yeah well that's what toddlers do paul have a bit of patience i'm sure i was a
1: perfect toddler i'm sure i I didn't didn't cry at all and yeah Mm -hmm. i'm sure i didn't
0: So, yeah, silence. I do like a bit of silence. I like a bit of quiet, peace and quiet. I like to, well, I meditate without, oh, there's a plane going over. You see, we live near Heathrow, so the chances of getting complete silence in the house are virtually zero. However, when you learn to meditate, you learn to embrace those sounds as they come in. You learn to accept them and let them go. I just get annoyed sometimes, especially when Heathrow decide to send all the planes over for weeks on end and we get no respite at all. Do you know what I mean? Those are the most annoying times. Have we had that
1: as much this year?
0: Well, actually, no. You know, I think it's been quite good this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think we've had our fair share... There's about 7 takeoff paths from Heathrow, aren't there? And we're one of them.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, it isn't Heathrow that decide where the planes go. Which route the planes
1: take off Which route the planes take
0: off. It is the the companies. The airline. Yeah, they decide. And it's only Heathrow air traffic control that takes over at a certain point.
1: Yeah, I can't remember how high that was. Was it... Was it 2,000 feet or feet I don't know the specifics of it,
0: Paul. But I do know that it's that's how it works. So it's interesting. But we were getting on to talking about um, something else. What was it? I've forgotten. Oh, we were talking about Bonfire. Blank. Bonfire night. Mm. How it drags on. It does. Oh, that's it. Yeah. We were going to talk about how festivals seem to just go on and on and on. Mm. Mm. I mean, I don't know whether... You, you remember when we were children, but it was kind of the about a month before when things started to yeah, hot up.
1: I, I think. Th- I mean, Christmas always used to sort of begin. I thought about the middle of November, um, and then it got into that it was starting much earlier, and we were getting Christmas things in October, and then Halloween began to get big. And I think from that point, we have Halloween, bonfire night, and then Christmas starts straight afterwards.
0: Well, I think Christmas started earlier and earlier this year, earlier than before. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's the the corporations that are to blame, really. It's the the corporate greed, because they know... With the population as it is now, massive, loads of people with money to spend. C- consumerization. Many, many consumers at their hands, at their mercy. Um, they know people are going to spend money. They know it's a surefire success. I mean, that's why they always talk about what the Christmas figures were
1: yeah, in yeah. the
0: new year. Mm. And whether people had, whether businesses had a successful Christmas... I mean, you know, we are all at the mercy of the corporates. Well, I I think the... And we're all prey to the advertising techniques that they use and the marketing techniques that they use, aren't we?
1: Well, yeah. Whether we like
0: it or not.
1: I know a lot about, well, I know quite a bit about that. I mean, we, we, a number of my clients, we will say that their show next year is the perfect Christmas treat or the perfect New Year treat, because we're trying to get people to forward buy tickets for events that may be happening in March or April next year. So we, we do do it, and I I sort of feed into that, and it's, it's just how it is, and I, I yeah, think it's quite it's you're, quite sad
0: you're not making millions no. and millions of no. pounds out of people which these corporates are and you know they're i mean okay it's a business strategy clearly you know we do this we make this you know it's that that's what the business is there for but it's just the choice now well, there's too much choice. There is far too much choice. I don't know about you, but when I, whenever I go on to Amazon, and I love Amazon. I'm holding my hands up. I do love Amazon. I'm a consumer of their goods. However, I'm not a massive consumer, but it's my first port of call if I want to buy something, because I know they'll have it. However, you go on there to find something specific, and you are presented with a bewildering array of choice. And you then have to narrow that choice down using the methods that they give you. So you think, well, I'll use, you know, the reviews or the stars, the number of stars that... And then you start reading reviews. Then that confuses you even further because some people have said, yeah, this is a great product, buy it now. And then other people are saying, this is shit. Don't touch it with a barge pole. And then you think, well, what do I do? What do I do?
1: And then you end up buying nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, literally. We do. Literally, it stops me from buying things. And then you have to search elsewhere, and then you end up going back there, in the end, having wasted all that time. But if you persevere, you do find things cheaper, like these microphone stands.
1: Well, I, I think it's the same. And these
0: pop shields
1: it's the reason I like Lidl because actually when you go to Lidl you don't have so much choice and I hope that that continues there's an increasing choice but if I want flour I can buy plain flour or self-raising flour there aren't 10 different varieties of each for me to buy if I want eggs there are Organic eggs, and there are non organic eggs, and I think there are some Burford Browns as well. If I want to buy tin tomatoes, there's one variety of tin tomato and no more. Mm. And that for me is great. I don't want to go into a shop to look at shelves with tins of tomatoes and decide which of 10 brands I want to buy.
0: And I think the the good thing about Lidl as well is the familiarity. I mean, you get used to it quite quickly. But also, do you remember that time we went to um, the south of France? And we went to Saint-Tropez and on the way back, we stopped at Lidl. Yeah, in
1: Saint-Maxime Ma- we stopped
0: at San, Lidl. Saint-Maxime. And um, we were walking around saying, oh, they've got the same coffee. Yeah. <gasps> oh, look, there's the same <laughs> chocolate.
1: Obviously, it was in French.
0: Well, yeah, but it was the same. It was brands, the same brand, and you felt totally at home there. It was, it was really good. So, I mean, in in that respect, they've got it right. Yeah, you know, yeah, which is great. It, it it's quite cozy. It's and quite I don't want to experience. go
1: into a huge supermarket anymore. No,
0: I've, I'm I'm too old for that now. Well, they give me a, a feeling of agoraphobia. Mm. Well, it's not agoraphobia, but that sort of. Like whoa, this is far too big. This is like a massive warehouse, mm, and it goes mm. on for miles. I remember going to Tesco at Brent Brent Park years and years ago, and seeing oh, the huge, seeing the tills one. stretch into the distance, and it really whammed me out.
1: Wasn't there something like twenty checkouts there? There was more than
0: that, I'm sure. It just phased me out completely. Maybe I, I bet they have even more now with
1: the self-service. I bet they have a whole host of self-service. I was probably there.
0: stoned at the time thinking about it. Right. It was in my stoner days. Right. So I was probably tripped out by it. To mm. be honest,
1: I didn't have any of those, did well, I? Oh no, no. You I were was a, goody a good boy.
0: You were a goody-two-shoes. I was a good boy. I was a rebel. Oh yeah, rebel, rebel without, without a clue. Cause. Without a clue. Mm. So let's think about other things we're going to talk about in this podcast number two. And we just also wanted to say thank you so much to all the people who have listened to podcast one. We're really grateful. And we know quite a few of you have come over from other places like Facebook, Planet Vegetaria, which is our Facebook group, Planet Vegetaria, a Facebook group by Richard and Paul. Richard and Paul since 2017. That's contractual. (laughs)
1: Yes. I'm I'm really surprised that it's had over, is it 450 or even more um, listens? I, I just didn't sure. think it was going to. I thought we might end up with 20 or 30 after the first week, and it would sort of build and build. So I'm just stunned that we've we've had so many in such a short space of time.
0: And it's all because of you. No, not you, Paul. The viewers. The listeners. Oh, right. It's all because of them. Is it because they've listened? It's because they've listened. They've watched on YouTube. That's Richard and Paul on YouTube. And they've followed us like stalkers. (laughs) They're all stalking us. In fact, I think one of them's outside now. Go away. I certainly hope not. You know, there's only a couple of questions for a stalker that's outside your house. Yeah. Question number one. Would you like an autograph and a cup of tea? Question number two, would you like me to call the police? <laughs> you know. Those are the two questions. Those are the two questions. And do
1: you do you ask in that
0: order? Well, yes. Right. Because, you know, if they're not brandishing a knife or a gun, then, you know, they can pop in for an autograph and a cup of tea. Mm, they if might they're pleasant. want to talk the hind legs off a donkey, though. Well, I don't know, but I, I prefer to walk the pleasantry route first.
1: Fine. So it's cup of tea first and a chat. I think we've established that, Paul. Marvellous. I'll have to remember that.
0: So what did we watch on TV last week? We watched that new series on BBC One. His, His Dark, dark materials. materials. Whose Dark Materials are they anyway? they're phillips no i it's a quote isn't it his dark materials it's a quote from another book but i was thinking when i first read it i didn't know that and i was thinking well who is he and then i was thinking dark materials does that mean dark matter? matter and then i was thinking with the dust is that dark matter his I think take it, on it. I think that's his take on it. Absolutely. I, well, maybe I don't know. Nothing's really explained. It's all a mystery. But we watched it. Now, what do we think of it? Episode one. Well, we were really
1: looking forward to it. Yes, very I think much you were so. looking forward to it more than I was. Mm. And I think that's because it was a BBC adaptation,
0: and therefore. Mm. Sharp intake of breath. We're not really into BBC adaptations, because to be absolutely honest with you, I've not seen many that are that good these days, because frankly, they overblow them.
1: Yeah. Don't they? There was a stonking Agatha Christie a couple of years ago when they first did that new adaptation. Mm. I can't remember which one it was, but it was fantastic. And then they did another one the following year, and it just didn't have the essence of the first. And I think this is the problem. They they hit on a formula and then don't really quite know how to repeat it. Mm. And I think that's, it. Just it just turns us off. And that, going back to what we were saying in the last podcast, that's why I think American shows, for me, really are better, generally, because they seem to hold that essence.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, we found that with Elementary, didn't we? It was oh, we it was Elementary. such a brilliant series. Loved it. And it was brilliant, really, from the first series till the final episode of a few weeks ago, because it was broadcast in the UK a few weeks mm. ago. Mm. But I just don't have any excitement when I hear... About another BBC adaptation?
0: No, I don't, and it's a shame, really, because I think, you know, in days gone by, the BBC was always renowned for great costume dramas, mm. um, but actually, ITV do a pretty good job mm. nowadays, mm. actually, of of beating the BBC, beating the shit out of the BBC, frankly. I
1: mean, I'd, I'd love.
0: I also think is the problem with the BBC is some of those in-house people they've been there too long. Mm. they've been there too long. Get out, let the young people take over because it's stale that i mean his his dark materials. let's get back yeah, to that. yeah I mean, there were a couple of things for me that really stood out as humdingers. I mean, overall, it was pleasant enough to watch, Mm. but the scene where Lyra was trying to get on the airship with Lord Asriel, and she really wanted to go, Mm. so she's running to the steps of the airship, and he's kind of throwing things in, and there's wind, and a bit, you know, it's all a bit panicky and then you know this airship's sort of taking off but we don't get a long shot of him it's still him frankly looking like he's walking into a catering oven or tin can or some you know it just looked a bit weird and then at one point when he was supposed to be taking off there was no wind and i was expecting this sort of big long shot where it would pull out the camera would pull out and we would suddenly see this big airship and it was building up to that and then we got a long shot of this tiny little airship in the distance, <laughs> you know, and Lyra on the lawn watching it. And it just did not work for me at all. I thought, you haven't spent any money on that scene. you spent money elsewhere. But I thought she was good. The girl that played Lyra. Yeah. James McAvoy. Oh, that's, well, that's... to be honest with you. But we're not I didn't fans believe, of I James didn't McAvoy, it. are we? Well, I Well, I don't say I'm a fan, but... I've watched things and thought he was quite good, but I didn't think... I didn't believe him. I didn't believe the character. Mrs. Coulter, I believed her, Mm. thought Mm. she was good. And the little lad playing um, her friend...
1: Yeah, the young guy. He was really, really good. good.
0: Um, She was good. She was. She was good. She had a good energy about her, but... All in all, very average, I'm afraid, for something that's been hyped up for the past few weeks, like crazy, very, very average.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it's not one of those shows that I'd say, or TV programmes, that I'd say, right, it's on this evening, we, we must sit down in front of it and watch it. It's one that we'll record and watch it when we do, which may be at the time it's broadcast or it may be three days later. So we will will watch it. I've just got a feeling that it's going to get into episode four and we might go, oh, no. Mm. Do I really want to watch any more of this?
0: Well, to be honest, the first book in the series wasn't my favourite. My favourite was the second book, The Subtle Knife.
1: You've read them all, though. Yeah.
0: I Um, haven't. You know, I don't know. There's such expansive... Books that the program felt small, yeah, yeah, in comparison, yeah. I don't know why they did their best to make it look like a big sweeping adventure, but it didn't come across like that, so anyway,
1: I think the c g i at the beginning, where it was sweeping yeah. over Oxford and you yeah. got the expanse, and that that was all great, mm. um. But then it seemed to get quite small when they got into the college. And actually, when James McAvoy was going through the water to hand the child over, I thought that was really good. And then it jumped forward 12 years or however many years. And it seemed to go smaller from that
0: moment. So marks out of 10? Six. Mm, I'd say Five, six, shame. Oh well. Hmm. So, what's been in the news this week? Anything stood out in the news that you'd like to comment on using this forum, Paul?
1: Oh me, oh yes. Anything? Well, I'm talking to you. Yes, of course. It's a yes, of course. Well, it's the McDonald's sacking of their CEO.
0: Oh yeah, is it the CEO? I
1: think it's the CEO of the well, UK. There's some big or knob in the it? UK. Well, he's you know, CEO and he's a British-born person, but he was having a, a relationship with another member of staff with a
0: subordinate,
1: um, and which is against the rules. It's against the rules mm. of. McDonald's, which is actually against the rules of a, a, a whole of host
0: com- of, companies. of companies. I do
1: appreciate that. But I think that's a rather, dare I say, dated policy to have these days. I, I think it would be better to have an acknowledgement that these things can happen and mechanisms and procedures in place to ensure that... If a relationship between two work colleagues does happen, then there are procedures and policies that can be followed to try and ensure that those two people have a good and happy relationship.
0: Well, I think the rules are there just to stop bosses from nobbing all the staff willy-nilly. I think they are. Isn't it, really?
1: Nilly-willies.
0: Well, I think it is because, you know... Gone are the days where you can be intimidated by a boss. Gone are the days. You, that can't happen anymore. You can't be bullied. And I think a lot of people probably were bullied into having relations with their bosses. But that's know? a
1: that's a different thing, isn't it? Because no. this, this relationship was um, reportedly consensual.
0: Well, yeah, but, you know, surely if two people fall in love at work, then surely there should be, like you say, some kind of mechanism for people to say, "Look, we have to declare our relationship." You know.
1: Yeah, get it out. Dare I say, get it out in the open as
0: soon as possible. Well, yeah. Why and, not? Because yeah, they, they might want to fall in love and and get married or whatever else. Yeah, and,
1: exactly. You know. I mean, I don't. I don't think. That... Or does
0: one of them have to resign in order for that to happen?
1: Well, certainly in in companies that i've been involved with that has been the case yeah well i think
0: that's tough that's tough you can't stop people falling in love really
1: though interestingly when i worked at the royal bank of canada which was a long time ago that was like 30 years ago there were several people in the workforce this was again back in guernsey who were having relationships. And it was full known that they were having relationships. And in fact, one couple got married. So I'm not quite sure what their procedures were and what their policies were, but they were accommodating. Mm. And I can I can understand that you need to be careful that somebody isn't bullied into having a relationship but i think that is something different you you have to ensure you have the right policies and procedures in place to ensure that that doesn't happen
0: Mm, but when it's a consensual relationship Mm. yeah well i think we've done that one now i don't really care well
1: i think mcdonald's have got far more important things to worry about than that
0: but it did stick out as a bit Strange in this day and age. Yeah. Com- I corporation, thought corporation so. corporations telling people who they can and can't fall in love with. Mm. Really? Mm. What's next? You know, how far does that go? Because that's censoring people's lives, isn't it? You know, effectively. It's putting a stop to what people can do. It's taking people's freedom away.
1: Mm. Oh, have you ever know. had a
0: relationship with someone you work with? Um have I? God now you're asking it's been such a long time since I've worked in an environment like that. Um No No No, no I haven't not worked with directly Right No right. Have you? Yeah. Mm, well I don't think we want to know about that <laughs> Another thing that I'm a bit which is really annoying me this week is technology. Oh, yeah. Tech bloody knowledge. I hear really. um, a
1: scream from another room or, or somebody shouting, nah!
0: and I think, oh, something's gone wrong. Well, you know, it's sometimes the simplest of things that really, really annoy me. Like you're trying to upload... A little video to Facebook that's only a few minutes long. Oh, that was the other day, was yeah. And it takes forever and ever and ever. And that just drives me insane because it <laughs> should take seconds. I mean, we pay for a relatively large package, don't Ooh, we? Yes,
1: we've got quite a large package, yeah.
0: You know so many doodar bits are doodar seconds, yes. blah, yeah. blah blah blah, yeah. you know, and therefore it should be lightning fast, really Well I don't, is fast. anything
1: as fast as lightning?
0: Don't start splitting hairs. <laughs> we've had this conversation before, but it should be, and you know it's not no, and it's really that I think it's inconsistent. And intermittent.
1: Yeah. You know, in this day and age
0: when the government is talking about oh everybody should have access to broadband equally, well that doesn't happen. Because if you don't pay much money you'd barely get better than dial up. And if you pay a lot of money, it's still intermittent.
1: Well, it's minimum standards, isn't it? It's that everyone should have. The government says that everyone needs to have fast internet, but yeah. it's what really what they class as fast internet. What do they class as slow? And the the big issue for us in urban and uh, and outer urban areas is the amount of people who are using a inverted comma single line. And it's called contention. And you might have a really fast broadband speed. But if you've got two people using it at the same time, it may be super, super, super fast. But if you have 50 people using it at the same time, that's when the contention is so high that it
0: reduces the speed of the broadband well, yeah, it stands to reason, really, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. You know, it's just like um, I don't know.
1: But this is where, again, corporates are allowed. Though they are trying to to sort of get on top of it, but they're allowed to put out these headline figures of mm. how fast something might be at two thirty in the morning of a you know Christmas day or something. It might work at two hundred megabits a second. But actually, at 7 o'clock in the evening, when lots of kids are doing their homework and other people are checking things online and doing shopping, it might just work at 10 megabytes a second. But I
0: think as well, because technology has got faster and faster over the, over the years, you know, devices work um, much more fast than they used to, mm. um, there is an expectation that everything we pick up is going to be super fast. And we get used to that. And we get used to that. So when something doesn't go the way we want it to, as fast as we'd like it to, it becomes immensely frustrating because it's all now, now, now. Mm. I mean, I'm the biggest culprit of the lot. I really am. You know, I expect my computer to... Deliver the goods. And it's really old. I mean, it's eight years old, that laptop. Eight mm. years old. It's gone way past its sell-by date. And it actually is quite quick. But when the internet grinds to a halt, for whatever reason, I could, honestly, I could throw that computer out of the window quite happily.
1: Well, I think you almost have on the occasions. Have. I have. In fact, I did work with someone once... Um, who will remain nameless, who did get so frustrated with his computer that he picked up the keyboard, stood up, uh, stood up and then just bashed the keyboard over his knee and broke it in
0: two. Yeah, I can relate to that. I, I did really say, can. has
1: has that helped you or has it helped your situation? He said, it helped me. <laughs>
0: Oh, it, it made him feel better.
1: Yeah, and then he went and got another keyboard because we had the spare keyboard and plugged it in.
0: I think um, there's, you know, various theories around how it makes you feel. I mean, there's places in London that you can go and smash things up, aren't there?
1: Yeah, you destruction. Know. Yeah, destruction uh, rooms. Yeah, I destruction think, rooms, yeah. I think
0: there's a couple of um, ways of looking at it. I'm sure I read some psychological journal at some point that said it for some people it can just... Compound those feelings and make them feel even more violent.
1: What going to yeah. a destruction room? You know,
0: like they used to say punch a pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for some people that doesn't work. It makes them feel more feel more more violent.
1: Yeah. But yeah.
0: I do remember years ago smashing a dinner service of Eternal Bow. Do you remember that awful dinner service? And sorry if anybody's got Eternal Bow, but I hated it. I smashed one by accident and it felt so good that I just did the rest of the service on the floor. Do you remember? Whose was that? It was at that rented house. I had to Oh go to, yes. I had to go to oh, Woolworths yes. and buy a whole new oh. dinner service. No, actually I didn't do the whole dinner service. No, you did. I did about no. four bowls. Yeah. Yeah. And but it felt so good.
1: Oh that was that was that was shortly
0: them, after we got together, wasn't it? To hear them crack on the floor. Felt so good. That smash.
1: Why Why did that
0: happen? I accidentally broke one. I wasn't in a very good mood. I don't think I was in a good place at the time. And I just decided to knock a few more onto the floor, onto the hard tiled floor and hear them crack. And it was lovely. I didn't smash them to smithereens, but I just... Gently drop them so they cracked and broke. It's like when you're making crocking for the bottom of your pots and you have to smash a pot.
1: Yeah, but you need to be careful with ceramics because they can be really sharp where terracotta
0: isn't. Makes a lovely
1: noise.
0: Mm, Yeah. Mm. Mm. Am I strange? Yes, you are. Oh, good. Mm. (laughs) I'm so pleased. But
1: they do that in Greek restaurants, don't they? They They have plate smashing in Greek restaurants. I think it's a great idea.
0: More of it, please.
1: I remember that plate spinning. Do you remember? There used to be those plate spinning contests mm. on on the uh, Generation Game and things like that. Mm. And of course, quite a lot of plates would get broken because they'd fall off. And then I at the end, I think they'd different. just
0: smash them all. I think that's a bit different.
1: Well, I think it is, but it just reminded me of plate spinning.
0: than gaining some kind of psychotic pleasure out of smashing plates have you ever smashed anything else um have i smashed anything else no i nearly smashed those decanters of yours oh yeah you did you're gonna you to throw them out the window i was yeah. i was yeah. i opened the window my prize decanters yeah. because they'd been in the bedroom for god knows how long
1: yeah yeah but mm. but you didn't no, i would I didn't. have cried i would have cried because some of them were given by you were lucky. Mum
0: and dad or bought you were lucky by mum and dad i had warned you Several times. Have I
1: have I broken anything?
0: What, on purpose? On purpose, yeah.
1: I've broken plenty of things. I've broken the dishwasher. Well, you ripped the the door off the
0: dishwasher the other week. (laughs) Oh, dear. The other month.
1: You had a bit of a panic yesterday when I said, I can't get the door back in. You went, hang on, hang on. It wasn't
0: the door. Oh, no, it was the the tray.
1: tray. Yeah, the tray. I couldn't get the tray back in. I said, leave it. He thought I was going to
0: just shut it back in. Leave it, Paul. I'll do it. Don't break it. I did try to you. are a bit it. heavy-handed. Well... And heavy-footed. Well, heavy anything else? Just heavy, generally. Just heavy, generally. There mm. we are.
1: There we are. Oh, there we go. Now, I don't think I've ever... Um, oh, a greenhouse. But that's when the greenhouse was being demolished. That was in Guernsey, when lots
0: of greenhouses were mm. being demolished. Mm. So it's feeling very wintry today, I find. You see, I found it quite nice today. Well, it was sunny. But it was cold. It had I d- a definite nip in the air. Yeah, I said to you that
1: it feels when I was upstairs working, um, when the sun went in, it seemed to get quite cold. Mm. Um, and then when the sun came out, I felt it was quite a lot warmer. But you said whether you were in the sun or not, it was just cold. Mm. I thought
0: it was, I thought it was, um, I don't know, feeling nippy. But it wasn't windy. That wind has just vanished, no, hasn't it? It was pleasant. The sun yeah. was there. It was quite pleasant, but it felt cold mm. and it felt wintry. And it feels like it's really just on the the edge of getting really frosty. It was misty this morning. Very misty.
1: Well, it, it wasn't foggy, to begin actually. with,
0: was it? And then
1: it. We, we both said after about half an hour of being up,
0: it's gone really misty. The fog rolled in. Yeah. Like a mystery... Fog.
1: I mean, it does do that because we're in a a slight basin because of the. It's a valley. Canal. It's a valley. Yeah, we're in a valley. Um, but Yonder yeah. valley I don't yeah. think we're due huge amounts of rain over the next week or so, which which is a good thing. Well, you've still
0: got to get that garlic in, haven't you? Garlic haven't you and
1: broad beans. Mm-hmm. I was so hoping to get that done today, but mm-hmm. again, work... Um, Got in the way. It did, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a shame. I couldn't take time out to do that. Mm-hmm. Though I did take out time out to do another blog about winnowing the Portuguese cabbage seeds.
0: So that was the other day? Yeah. Yeah. Good. So go and have a look at the blog. Mm. You'll enjoy it, I'm sure. So we're keeping this one short. This episode. Are we? Yes, we've oh, got to. Oh, was enjoying this. Well, no, I didn't say goodbye just yet, Paul. Oh, right, okay. Honestly, but I'm saying I'm not. We're not going to an hour because we've got a couple of other things we need to do. But it's going to be about forty-five minutes. This one, I think. It's still plenty of value. You're not paying, are you? No. It's free. <laughs> it's Completely free. You lucky people. We just give, give, give. That's all we do. Really. At your chair creaking? It was my chair creaking, yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's not our bones yet. It wasn't a fart, if anybody's no, I wasn't thinking, thinking that. that. I was thinking bones creaking. Yeah. Well, I've not got to that stage just yet, Paul. I hope not. No. Not that creaky. Although I do find it a bit, you know, if you've been sat down for too long, takes you a couple of minutes to get going.
1: Mm, I, I had that upstairs on that chair. I was concentrating on something for, well, I've had a few days of concentrating on a few things for a long time. I got up, my bum was really sore. Well,
0: they do say don't sit in the same position for more than 20 minutes at a time. Good grief. It's much longer than that. Well, exactly. Mm. You Mm. were in that position for too long. You've got to move.
1: Yeah.
0: You've got to move that body. There's a song, isn't there? Move your body. Mm. I like that song. Anyway, what else, Paul? What else did you want to talk about? As I think we've exhausted the list now. I think Um. we have...
1: I don't know. I think that's mostly about
0: it then. Mm, maybe.
1: So there's nothing
0: else on our well, list? Well, no, there, it, there is, yeah. But I wanted to talk a little bit about where we're going to go this winter mm. and what kind of places we're going to visit because one of the things I really enjoy when it's winter is going for a woodland walk because the trees lose their leaves and you get that beautiful framework of the tree the skeleton of the tree and the light in the sky yeah and especially if it's misty and foggy you get that beautiful mysterious look to a forest or a woodland so i'm looking forward to doing that and you know one of the places we go to on a regular basis is the chilterns um, and we really love walking there don't we
1: yeah yeah
0: mm. so we do a visit Soon. Soon. Yeah.
1: We haven't been to the Savanac Forest for oh, many years, have we?
0: Is it Savanac or is it Savanake? I thought it was Savanac, but... I don't know. It doesn't really matter. In, it's Wiltshire. in Wiltshire. It's beautiful.
1: It it's is It's privately fabulous. owned, isn't it? It is privately owned. But, but you can walk there. The, you can walk there and actually there is a road that goes through it. It's not a very... Not a very good road. Good road. It's quite well rutted. but uh, there is Rutted? A, yeah, quite a lot of ruts in it. Rutted. In potholes? Yeah, potholes. Yeah, ruts. rutted.
0: Mm. I don't know. <laughs> didn't know you could
1: use that word like that. So, I would like to visit Savanac Forest again. And what's that other one up near Coombe Hill? There's one near Coombe Hill that we haven't been to for a while. The Forest, rather than Coombe Hill itself. That's quite a nice one, because that goes on for quite a while.
0: I don't know what it's called, but I like Coombe Hill. Mm. You Mm. see all these places around the Chilterns we love to go to. um, You may see us there. Yeah. If you're walking in the Chilterns, you might do. I'll have a camera. Avebury. Avebury. We talked about Avebury in the last one, didn't we? Yeah, but
1: that's a visit. I would really like to do, because we haven't been there for a while.
0: Oh, well, we better buy a new car, hadn't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's on the list of things to do.
1: Do you think we'll get to Whitby?
0: Well, not this year. Certainly not. It's Maybe not going to Maybe next happen. year. Maybe next year. Maybe. We'll have to see. Yeah. So, that's it for this week's podcast. Tower of London podcast number two <laughs> and that's the end yeah it is we're going to say goodbye we hope you've enjoyed this one and there will be more of course and again we're very very grateful to you for for listening watching reading all the things you do to engage with our social media and uh, well, yeah, us.
1: engage with us
0: well, via social media.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we get emails as well from people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's still social media, isn't it? And we get letters and cards. We and do. Things. And it's all because of you and social media. All oh, right. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. So thank you, bloody thank you, for listening and tuning in. And we will be here again very soon yeah very soon you're repeating everything i'm saying now paul i'm repeating everything you're saying oh how good <laughs> right so say goodbye goodbye bye for now everybody take care of yourselves tolu tootle pip au revoir and we'll see you very soon as we've designed bye for now bye